What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the Ethel Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is my Okay, I think it's this way. Uh, the fuck. Hey, Ray. How are we? Ray, can you hand me the map? I thought you had the map. No, hang on. Okay, now here we go. Why the fuck? Why the fuck did this dude write it in crayon? God damn it, Smiley. (laughs) All right. I'm scared. Okay, Ray, it's just the dark woods in the middle of the night, in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, where there's no cell phone reception. What's the worst that could happen? And Mike, stop drinking! (laughs) Mike, we need you sane right now, because we're fucking lost in the middle of nowhere. Wait, what the hell is that? Don't just... Mike just threw his beer can away. Don't litter. (laughs) God. That wasn't... Wait, what is that? That's him crinkling a beer can. You fucking drunk. Okay, listen, I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. We just walked out here for an hour, and I feel like you two are setting me up. We're here How to... Are we, it's an interview! We're doing an interview with a guy we wanted to have on this show for 50 goddamn episodes. This is not how I wanted to spend our 50th, an- our 50th episode celebration. I wanted to get there promptly, before the sun went down, interview this guy... Then leave. I didn't want to be trudging around in the fucking dark, probably Jason Voorhees and werewolf-infested woods with you two yahoos at fucking nine o'clock at night. So can we please find this fucking? Oh my god, is that a bird? What the fuck was? Oh god, god damn it! Oh, so can we just keep walking? Let's just keep walking. We're almost. Hang on. I'm pretty sure we're almost there. I see some light in the distance. Who the fuck? Who the fuck puts a mental hospital out of the way in the middle of a fucking forest? We had to follow this road for like. Four goddamn miles. Ow! So, oh, shit. I tripped. So, Ben, so ben how did you set this shit up? Wait, well, hold on. There's okay. something here. Smiley's not exactly the easiest guy to get a hold of, like, outside of his appearances. I had to go to Trixie, and even she wasn't... She was pretty vague about the whole thing, but 
She gave me the key. She gave me the key card for this dude, Ernest Fairchild, who apparently runs the fucking place. And apparently, like he, apparently he's the dude who looks after Smiley, like when he lives here, I guess, when he's not with Trixie. So, I don't know. I guess this guy's gonna hook us up with the interview tonight. Apparently, we're doing this off the books or something. Like we are, they're very iffy on guests at this place. Like visitation is something. So we they never came, basically. Like, visitation's not really a thing they do here, so basically we get in, we interview him, we get out, we were never there. Yeah. Okay. So, also, if you, tell, if you tell him about, if you also tell this doctor about my finger quote condition, and you leave me here, I'm gonna fucking come and kill you two. Well, goddammit, don't tell him about my fucking thing. I still don't know how the fuck I got that costume. All right. Wait. I don't like you guys anymore. I'm just gonna keep walking. How's your Wait, face? Can... How's your face? My face still hurts. Wait a minute. What? What? We're almost th there. Do you think he see he saw the video? Um, I don't know. I gave I gave the doctor like a link to our Facebook and everything, so he knew who we were. So I assume. Oh, he did. oh fuck! Oh. I I want he wanted proof that we were like a podcast. What if we were like somebody with malintent towards the guy? So, hang on. Wait a minute. Yeah, I see a door. Wait, hang yeah, on. I see a door. Hang on. There we go. Yep, that's the main gate. Okay, this is the. I was able to find some images. Yeah, this is the main gate. Let's do this. Let me see if I can get. Here. Okay, this dude gave me his key card. Let me see if I can just buzz ourselves in. This is gonna go from an interview to us being in a psych ward. Christ. Alright, hang on. Alright, we're good. Alright, now let's get in there. Why do I feel cold? It's fucking, I don't know, temperature in fucking this area is fucking crazy. Mike, I'm scared. Man up. You fucking pussy. Alright. You survived a bite to the face, come on. You can survive this. Alright, we're in. I think that's the entrance over there. You guys ready to do this? Uh, I'm scared, but okay. Let's uh, do this. Mike, stop fucking Mike, stop drinking! Mike, stop fucking drinking! We want to be listen, sober for this. I, listen, I need to drink because you guys are setting me up. I just know it. Okay, okay, whatever. Wait, ben, do you have the key? You said you had a key. I had the key card to get us in at the gate, but I don't know about this other one that's like a big fucking main entrance or something. Hang on. Hold on. Fuck is that over there? Hi, guys! Oh, oh, Jesus. What the fuck was that? Hi. Oh, my God. That's not nice to talk to a lady like that. Hi, Trixie. Hi. Hey. Hi, Raymond, your hair looks pretty. <laughs> Thank you. So, you guys want to come with me to meet Smiley and the doctor? Um, sure, um, that would be... No, I'm out of here. You get back here, asshole! You get back here! You get back here, you drunk... Yes, Trixie, that would be, that would be lovely. Thank you. <laughs> Bobby. Oh, fuck Bobby. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're just gonna just gonna <laughs> zip past that one. Let's just get in there before we die. Good God. Ray, you're scared. You fucking hit us for months. <laughs> How's it feel to be the one scared now, you fucking red-haired pineapple-looking fuck? Oh, guys, guys, I'm gonna leave you at this door right here because tonight's movie night at the asylum, and I really want to catch the movie, but I'll be back later. 
Okay. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. Have fun. Bye, enjoy your, enjoy your movie. Get me the fuck out of here, Ben. I swear <laughs> to God. Please. Please. It's not too late. Oh, my God. What the fuck are we doing here? All right. I'm going to knock on the door. Um, Come in. Uh, are you uh, Dr. Ernest Fairchild? That would be Dr. Price, sir. Not Fairchild. Fairchild is the asylum's name, after my great-great-grandmother. Ah. That was her maiden name. But I am Dr. Price. Runs in the family. Nice. Okay, um, so one of your patients, I guess, Trixie, like, let us in. Like, I know we're not supposed to be here, but we were kind of hoping to talk to Smiley. Is he around? Oh, yes, we, we can bring Smiley in for you, if you like. Um, let me see... Uh, orderly, orderly, please bring in Mr. Smiley. Thank you. So, uh, did you guys find the place all right? Uh, it's a little out of the way. Not typical to finding, uh, you know, mental asylums out in the middle of... The oh, oh, Smiley, calm down. Don't interrupt, that's rude. Oh, hey, Mike, it's your buddy. Oh, yes, Mr. S Mr. Smiley, he, he's very happy to see you, Michael. Can we just go inside, please? So by, the way, by the way, can I have a beer? <laughs> smiley, 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 take your fingers down from your neck. Stop it. Stop it. Not in my office, Smiley. Not in my office. Well, um, so... I swear to God, Ben, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay, so let's, um, get into it. Like, I guess we'll ask Smiley the questions, and I guess you can translate for us. Would you be okay with that? Yes, absolutely. Thank, th th thank you very much, sir. Uh, let me just... We actually, when we put out the call on social media a few days ago that we were having your patient on as a guest, we um, we got a few viewer questions, and before we get into those, I'm just going to start with the basics. Um, so, how did Smiley... Well, I'm, I guess I'll just ask him. Smiley, how did you... Like, what, what inspired you to get into professional wrestling? Was it something... You always wanted to do, or was it something you kind of just fell into by accident? Yes, Smiley, okay. Well, Mr. Smiley was saying that when he was younger, his mother used to leave him home while she went out working and everything. And he would, he would stumble upon these wonderful television shows and, and watch the likes of Tommy Dreamer and Mil Mascaras. And he always dreamed of becoming one of those gentlemen, but never thought he would until he stumbled into House of Glory on that fateful day in New York. That's awesome. Yeah. And so was House of Glory his first choice of place to train, or was it, or was there any other options? Uh, Smiley, was there any anywhere besides House of Glory you been? No, that with the Tony Okay, Smiley, that was the first school that Smiley attended. But the first time he ever actually stepped into a wrestling ring was the day after Christmas. He went to a seminar for Tony Atlas in Lewiston, Maine, and that was actually the first time he stepped in a ring and. According to him, he was bitten with the wrestling bug from then on out. Interesting. What, what would you say? You mentioned Milmascaras. You mentioned uh, people of that like. What, what are what were some of your well, Smiley? What were some of your biggest in-ring influences? 
Excuse you, sir. Use your sorry. manners in my office. You Mike, you fucking drunk. God damn it. No, Stop no, I, drinking! I put the fingers down. No, you will not miss him. I don't care how much of a human he is. I swear to God, if he touches me. Not in my office. You're safe for now. So, Smiley, who are some of them inspirations of yours? I love that. It's an article. Ah, delirious. Delirious. Yes, yes, is that all? Uh, yep. Alrighty then. Well, he mentioned, if you if you couldn't quite catch on there, he mentioned that he's a big fan of the El Generico from back in the day. Uh, mm -hmm. He enjoys the Delirious. I believe that's because they seem to share the same mentality. If you've mm -hmm. ever watched Mr. Delirious in the ring. Oh, I've seen Delirious. Yeah. He's great. Uh, Tommy Dreamer was a big influence to him. Of course, like he said, Mil Mascaras, El Santo, and Blue Demon were big inspirations as well from back in the day. As long as many others, including his his trainer, Amazing Red, also was a huge inspiration to him in his younger days. Yeah. So, I, so I gotta ask, like, he's been in House of Glory a very long time. There have been some highs, there have been some lows, there have, he's these people have cheered, people have booed. I gotta ask, what would you, Smiley, what would you say has been your favorite moment so far working for House of Glory? And what was your favorite moment working outside of House of Glory, like in the indie scene in general? Hmm, let's see here. Smiley, did you, did you hear the question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, here we go. I'd like the title Yes. So, Smiley said that some of his favorite times in House of Glory, of course, was when he won the world title. It came to a very big shock of him. Both times, even though... Even, even though he, uh, he was... Uh, had his first title ring stolen from him when Mr. XL decided to turn his back on the House of Goloi. I hear ya. That was a big shock for all of us when Brian XL turned heel. I gotta ask, um, so that was your, well, your favorite moment in HOG was winning the belt, obviously. What do you, what's been your favorite moment outside of HOG, like in the indie scene at large? Pro Wrestling Magic, I understand you go up to Canada a lot. What's been your favorite moment in your travels? There's been many, many moments that Smiley has uh, enjoyed over the years. Uh, the first time that Miss Trixie, I believe you met her earlier. Oh, yeah. Miss Trixie broke him out of the asylum on her own will and ran away of course with him she did. Canada was was a big moment for him because they found, uh, they found it to be enjoyable to travel together. And every once in a blue, she still will break him out against our will. Uh... He's a big fan of that. Just traveling the world has has been very, you know, helpful to Smiley. Traveling from Maine to Texas to Ohio, uh, all over the place from Lucha Tio to Death Proof out in Canada. It's 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 been very fruitful. We shall say about Smiley. Ray, do you have any questions for the doctor? Okay, where do I start? Let's see. 
Well, my first cousin mentioned Doc. He's able to escape. What's the security like here? This is for you, Doc. Is this uh, illegal to take people out of a, a mental hospital? Yes. <laughs> the security is actually very good around here. Once in a blue, we may have some incidences, but we're very good about keeping those under control. Miss Trixie herself just has has her own ways of getting out. We're still searching the grounds to see if she built herself an underground tunnel. What's your ninja? No. Okay. How can a woman with that, that how can a woman with hair that green bypass security? She is a master of many disguises, sir. There, there's been times when I thought she was an orderly myself, and come to find out she was not. Jesus. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, Doc, my first question for Smiley has to be, being his, a lot of his inspirations were from Mexico, does he ever wish to actually travel himself to the land of Lucha Libre? Oh, Smiley, Smiley has uh, many aspirations to travel into many locations. Uh, Smiley, where, where else would you like to travel outside of the U.S.? A couple of them were very, very easy to understand. The others, let me translate for you real quick, is uh, Smiley is inc- increasingly, uh, not increasingly, but very much wants to go to Mexico because he feels as though he would fit in right at home over there. Uh-huh. Uh, he also is eager to get to uh, Britain. Uh-huh. And uh, Japan is one a big one for him. And also Australia. He would like to go down to Australia and wrestle this Robbie Eagles. Seems Ooh, to, uh, he's a big fan of the Robbie Eagles. Uh-huh. Be sure that he gets the message. We'll, we'll tag him in the episode when it comes out. Interesting. I think Robbie Eagles has actually wrestled for HOG, if I'm not mistaken. Not yes, I believe, I believe he wrestled Mr. Flanders. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, Mr. Okay. We've spoken. Uh, we've had my Mr. next Flanders question before. has to be, uh, what is the relationship right now, Smiley, with the private party? Being last we saw them all in one ring, he broke not one, but both arms. Before you get into that, I must ask, like, answer that question, but my next question has something to do with that. So, what is his relationship like with Private Party at the moment? Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Smiley, um, how how are you and the Private Party doing these days? Uh, I'm there. Already. Well, Smiley, Smiley's made a point here that to explain the answer to this question, we have to kind of dwell into his psyche a little bit, a little bit that's deeper. If you gentlemen what, don't mind too much, that's kind of what I wanted to get into. For those who know Smiley and you've ever seen him at HOG, FTW, BCW, Pro Wrestling Magic, uh, Chikara, he never looks, acts, or even wrestles the same wherever he goes. Capital Wrestling, he seems different. Magic, he seems different. So I gotta ask, what's the deal with Smiley? Why why does he sound like that, and what's with a different mask? Let me let me go 
a little bit more on to my, my expertise in this one, gentlemen. Uh, you see, Smiley suffers from multiple personalities. Yeah. And with each personality, you will notice different changes in Smiley's characteristics. So, for instance, sometimes Smiley will be the joyful, jolly, green-faced, fun-loving Smiley, which is the one, of course, we all enjoy here at the asylum because he's a lot less violent towards us. Other times, he will grow a bit more aggressive and angry, and he will hold a lot more hostility in his heart, which is, unfortunately, the version of Smiley you've seen a lot more lately on the House of Glory side of everything. Yeah, an asshole. Please, we do not Mike, want to upset Mike, Smiley. Mike, you're sitting literally across the desk. You're sitting, you're sitting across the desk from a dude. Don't, don't, don't insult him. You, you... I'm trying to keep him pro- from spitting in your face as is, Mr. Mr. Michael. I can't, you know, stop him if you keep insulting him. As I was saying, though, before, beforehand, uh, Smiley's personalities change all the time. Therefore, what you see in the ring changes all the time, depending on what personality you will get from him. That makes, uh, that makes perfect there said, sense to me. Uh, that being said, you know, Smiley's relationships will change. Uh, to put this more simply, uh, you gentlemen are fans of comic books by chance? I am. Yes. 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 Excellent. Excellent. And you understand the the Marvel Universe. Yep. How there's multiple yep. universes. Most of it, yeah, for me. Yes. There's multiple universes and multiple stories in each universe that sometimes cross over, but are their own individual stories. This is a lot like how Smiley's mind works. He has hmm. different pers- he has different mentalities depending on where he's at. That's why sometimes when he's in, let's say, ECPW, he I no sorry EPWE Underground, he appeared as a superhero. But then he goes over to House of Glory, and he comes off as a bit more of a evil individual, much more of a villain, if you will. Yes. This is uh, this is in his mind the different universes. So to answer your your question, Mister Raymond, Smiley is on good terms, but on not good terms with Mister Private Party, uh, the Private Party. Uh, because in some worlds, his mind is set that they're still best friends, they still love each other, but in, others, in other worlds, like when he's with Mr. Gangone, who we feel has a bad influence on him because he brings out the darker side of Smiley, he holds a lot more aggression towards them, especially Mark Quinn, because as you gentlemen know, they held a tag team for a while, and uh, Mr. Quinn just vanished on this tag team, and went along with uh, Mr. Cassidy. I gotta ask, if you don't recall, if you haven't watched HOG Unbreakable, I'm talking to the viewers, if you haven't seen HOG Unbreak, no, hang on, it was HOG Unbreak, well, Adrenaline, HOG Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Um, Anthony Gangone said something to the like of, he came up with all of this, he created, he created Smiley. I'm just wondering, what did he mean by that? Is there any truth to it? 
We are not 100% sure of what aspects Mr. Gangon is speaking of. Uh, there have been times in the past when he has influenced Smiley uh, with the darker sides. Uh, once upon in uh, EPWE Underground, he was uh, in Mr. Gangon's stable, the House of Gangon, actually back then. Uh, it was a short-lived you know, connection between the two gentlemen. And then there was one other time in uh, NYWC Arena where Smiley was teaming with Mr. Gangon as well. So perhaps that is what he meant by this, about creating Smiley's darker side. Uh, we're not sure. He sometimes talks in riddles and such, so we, we get lost on what his meaning is at different times. Mm. But... Yes. Makes sense to me. Mike, do you have any questions for Smiley and... No, Smiley, behave. Uh, I hate you, Pencil. I don't have anything right now. Go. Ask him a question. Another question. All righty, then. Okay, I got got one. I got one. Ray will have one more. Mike is a little scared. Ray will have one more from you, and then we will get into the nice viewer questions. So, Ray, make it a good one. Uh, mine has to be just to bring up a little past because I want to see how his mentality is going. Because, like you said, Doctor, he has Don't multiple piss him off, Ray. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> uh, Doc, what is his opinion on the word puto? Is my question. Oh, oh, don't you, don't you worry, Mister Mister Raymond. He has not forgotten about you. <laughs> For the viewers <laughs> out there, while Smiley was world champion. Some of the fans did not approve of the victories that Smiley had possessed and were very vocal about it. Mr. Raymond, yeah, would bring a sign. Hey, it's the law, Doctor. It's the law. Oh, sorry. Would claim Smiley is a puto, which is not very nice, and Smiley has not not forgotten about this, Mr. Law. And he, he is... He is coming for you. Just you wait. He's got to get through Mr. Michael first. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, okay, no- Mike, do you have any questions before we get to the fans? And I think Mike's crying over there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Mike. It's okay, Mike. We're almost okay, done. calm down. Let's everybody calm down. I was, as you can see, I'm a little drunk here, so... Yeah, do that uh, Do that before you come to a freaking mental hospital, you dunce. Anyway. Doc, we have to talk to you about Michael's situation, but we'll talk after. Another, we have our own issues we'd like to talk to you about, but we'll do that off the record. And now, if you don't Absolutely. mind, we have, thank you, sir. If you don't mind, we have some viewer questions from the GAWP Army that we'd love to run by Smiley. So, here we go. Jason Bob 87 on the GAWP Facebook asks, I'm curious to hear Smiley's thoughts on teaming up with Matt Sells. Interesting. Let us see. Uh, Smiley, how do you how do you feel about teaming with Mr. Sells? Um, Mr. Smiley's was saying that he enjoys his time with, with Mr. Sells. Uh, their teaming is different than what he's used to. He, uh, Mr. Sells brings out a lot more fun and, uh, 
and they enjoy rock and roll together and they enjoy listening to the music which seems soothing to Smiley. Uh, Smiley said something about drumming on the bum. I, uh, I assume that is something that they do, which is awkward, but they like to make instruments out of their opponents. Uh, but Smiley, Smiley enjoys tag team wrestling in general because it, it's different and unique and he likes to create chaos using multiple bodies at one time. Uh, each team, of course, he uh, gets to use something different. Oh, very, very interesting answer. We'll certainly make sure that Mr. Sells hears it. And next up, we have a question from, oh, from one of the GAWP faithful, uh, Deleted Tyler on Twitter. He asks, well, you got into the psychology of Smiley earlier, but as far as the look, the mask, all of that, how did you, how did Smiley come up with his gimmick, his look? What, what uh, outside influences um, inspired it? You see, when Smiley came here with to the asylum with us, he he came in with he likes to call them his faces. Uh, he does not like to refer to them as masks. No, 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 no. Yes, Smiley, I understand. But uh, don't offend him. Don't offend him. Yes, no, no, please do not offend him. He is he's being very docile this evening, which is impressive with Mister Michael sitting so close. Uh, but no, he he came in with his faces. And from what we understand, some of them are very much inspired by other items, uh, or other places such as comic books. Uh, when Smiley originally came to us, he was wearing this purple mask, and it looked very, very much like the Joker from the comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smiley likes to talk about another comic book, uh, Evil Ernie. He's very much heavily inspired by that. Uh, so a lot of his inspiration comes from those outside places that he, he enjoys. And uh, from what we understand, the the name Smiley actually was given to him uh, by Mr. Red. Uh, something about when he began training at the House of Glory, no matter how hard he would get hit, he wouldn't stop smiling. So Mr. Red nicknamed him Smiley, and that is what he just wants everybody to call him from then on out. Interesting. I never knew that. Guess he likes pain. <laughs> um, the next step, oh, this is, always, this is always a fun one. We have a fan, Nova Gray. She always asks this to all of our guests, and it always elicits a very interesting answer, so it's why a, not? It's a tradition here on the GAWP. It's a tradition, so here we go. Uh, Nova Gray asks, what does Smiley prefer, pancakes or waffles? Smiley, do you prefer pancakes or waffles? No, 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 That wasn't an answer, Smiley. Okay. Smiley actually prefers French toast. We finally get a French toast one. Yes, I knew it was I'm, coming. I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, you have not disappointed me at all, sir. But you, you may have disappointed Nova, but oh, who cares? Whatever. Oh, ben, God. You're, ben, ben, you're marking over... You like French toast, Ben? God. French toast is... Mr. Smiley is a big fan of his French toast. French toast is fucking delicious, all right? So you two don't even understand. Okay, and the the final viewer question comes from a a friend of mine, a friend of mine from school, and an aspiring wrestler, Cartier Inez Alonso, and she asks two questions, actually. Number one, 
for any actually her first question was pretty much what deleted Tyler asked so we'll just bypass that one but her main question is for anyone that is aspiring one day to become a wrestler how long did it take for you to get used to taking bumps in the ring I don't quite understand what you mean by this question because you never get used to falling down uh, everyone likes to talk about Oh, it's it's bouncy and rubbery, and I assure you, I have stepped in those rings with Mister Smiley before, and there is no bounce or rubber to them, and it is it is very brutal on the body. Yes, it is. Fortunately for Smiley, his pain tolerance is a bit more higher than most people's, and it's not so much that he he gets used to it, but he kind of enjoys the pain, and he enjoys the feeling. Of falling down and and hitting the ground, mm. so it 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 takes a special kind of person to want to be in this wrestling business, from what we understand. And Smiley is an incredibly special individual. Indeed, he is. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, man. I'll, I'll also add to that question. What would, what advice would you give to potential wrestlers? What, what advice would you give them? Let, let me ask. Let me ask, Mister Smiley. Yeah, Smiley. Smiley, uh, what kind of advice do you have for anybody that's interested in professional wrestling? Um, yeah, lots and lots and lots of study, study, study. And you got everything there. Lots of bum, lots of bum. And uh, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And hard. Where, hard, where, hard, where, hard. Okay. So Smiley was saying that for those who want to be successful in the wrestling business, it's, it's a lot of hard work. So you really have to be able to put in as much time as you can. You have to study as much as you can. And you have to get as much exposure as you can. Uh, Smiley's been fortunate enough to wrestle in 13 different states. U.S., Canada. Uh, He's wrestled for 35, I believe was our last count of how many companies he's worked for. So it's, it's a lot of exposure. It's a lot about being different. Uh, so that is helpful. And it's just a lot of work. Like you have to study old wrestling. You have to study new wrestling. You have to find out what people like and stuff like that, really. Yes. Fantastic. So... I guess that just about does it for us here. So, Mike, do you, anything you want to say before we uh, leave these two to their uh, to their business? You know what? I do have something to say. Oh boy! And oh doctor, God! Here we go. And, and doctor, I don't need you for this because I'm looking at Smiley face to face right now, <laughs> and I want him to hear me clearly. I'm sitting in front of you. And for the past, oh, let's say, two months, you've been teasing me about misting me and getting me eventually. Well, you know what? I'm not afraid of you anymore. For two months, you've had opportunity and opportunities and opportunities to get me. And guess what? You haven't. Because you know why? Mike? Mike, stop. Failure. 
Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. Mr. Mr. Price, this has been absolutely lovely, but we gotta go, right? Mike, let's go. Okay, thank you so much for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you very soon. Okay, um, we gotta get out of here. What the fuck? What's that alarm? Okay. What, what, what's happening? Gentlemen, I believe the inmates have escaped themselves. It might be your time to leave. Oh god. Oh um, we'll find Doctor? an escort to get you out of here. We need an escort. Uh, how the fuck do we get out of here? Hey guys, they're giving, they're giving the world to Ezra Adam. We should come. Uh, no, it's Trixie. We actually... Trixie, we actually gotta go. Mike, run. We gotta run. Okay, guys, uh, Trixie, Smiley, this has been absolutely lovely. We gotta go. Guys, run. Fucking run. Go, 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 go. Bye. Goodbye. Okay. Are okay. No, Mike, don't you piss. Don't you piss them off anymore, you fucking drunk piece of shit. Fucking Ray, Ray fucking dead. We gotta go. Okay, guys, this is Avenging Ben. Um, we'll report back to you guys after we're not dead. Uh, but till then, here's some. Here's some commercials. Fucking run! Hey guys, Avenging Ben here, popping in to tell you that if you want to listen to all the previous episodes of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Season 1, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. All of the previous 40 plus episodes are available anytime for free for your downloading pleasure. Also, if you want to follow us on all that good old social media, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at the GAWP Show. And you can follow us on the Facebook machine at The General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Also, if you want to get more of our video content and exclusive videos that will not be going up on our Facebook or our iTunes in audio form, you can follow us at our YouTube page at The General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We have interviews, we have exclusive episodes, we have all sorts of great content for you, so do check out our YouTube our social media, and do subscribe to all of that great audio content. Once again, you can find all of the audio content on iTunes, Stitch Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. Once again, guys, leave a little review, leave a five-star rating. Maybe you can push us up to the top of those subscriber counts. Maybe we can get some good publicity for us. Who knows? Once again, thank you guys for supporting the show, and it goes a long way. So now, let's get back into it with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. All right, we are back. Oh my and, God, we're alive! And we're alive, <sighs> Mike. You, <sighs> Mike, you fucking idiot! Why'd you stir them up, you idiot? It's not my fault. He can't control himself. God, I think Bobby bit me. I'm bleeding from my leg. Fuck! Damn it! You can get a tetanus shot, man. <laughs> he either got your leg or your dick. We know you don't have a dick. Oh my! Fuck you! Good God! Alright, but despite the fact that we've narrowly escaped with our lives, that doesn't excuse the fact that something else major happened this week. WWE 2K18 came out, and I know you two jokers have been playing the absolute shit out of it, so take it away, guys. How is the brand new WWE video game? Okay, well, t- it was actually re- officially released yesterday because we're recording this on Wednesday. My birthday. The game comes out on Tuesday. My birthday. I actually got it last Friday. I got it four yes. days early. And he got the John Cena action figure. Yes. I got the figure, the supercard stuff, and I've played it constantly. Right. How much was the deluxe edition? It comes out. I even got uh, early day shipped because 
Ironically, it says four days early, but if you got it, you ended up getting it on Saturday. I paid How for one day early. It? I don't want to say it because it's too damn much. It comes out $160. Total. $160. No, 100, no, you want to know the actual price? It was actually $176 for one damn well, video game. Thank God you didn't use your money. Yeah, that was a that was a birthday gift, so thank you. Shout out, shout out to the sucker that bought it for him. Hey! Uh, <laughs> shout out to that dumb uh, motherfucker. I, I love Ray's family. No offense. Your family um, called me Shaggy once. Yep. That's a story for another time. Uh, <laughs> no, at, at Ray's family barbecue, at his birthday barbecue, I was invited and I had my goatee at the time when I looked like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And one of your family members said, he looked like a Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And I did this. I did this. Like, zoink, scoop, don't go in there. There's ghosts. I I, I said weed. Don't go Uh, in there, scoop. My weed's in there. Gosh. Okay. So how are the graphics? How are the graphics on the game? That's what I want to know. Graphics-wise, the game's great. My only problem is that certain characters do not look like them. Like, with the New Day, it really does not look like it's them. It's, like, kind of misfigured in a way. But other than that, the game's amazing. My career is flowing well. It's funny enough, I've been playing for a few days, and I've been NXT champion already, Intercontinental champion, been stripped of my Intercontinental championship, and I just beat The Rock at WrestleMania for the Universal title. So I've been doing okay. In a month? In a month? (laughs) No, this has been four days of me playing. Four I've already days. played through about two in game, years. In game a yep. month? No, the game has been two years already. It's oh, 2020 God. in the game right now. So not only will The Rock be president, but he'll be universal champion. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah. um, <laughs> so you mentioned the graphics. What about gameplay? Anything different? Regarding uh, gameplay? Yeah, the controls, the controls are a little different. I haven't noticed that much of a difference because I played with... I played 2K17, so the game was not that different. Just a carrying system, but that all we saw from the 2K build-up for it. But it's not that hard. Anybody can pick it up and just press two buttons and you got it. Who's your favorite? Player, say- who's your favorite character to play as so far? Ironically, the first person I actually played was not to start it off was Killian Dane for some reason. I want to play as Big Dame out. My favorite so far has actually been. Oof, Shit. I played as a too many now because the roster is just huge. Fuck. Uh, it's about 203 characters, I believe. At the time. Yeah. It's a lot of damn people in the game. And right now. Sawyer, and Sawyer Fulton. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite, I guess, to play as right now has been Hideo Itami. Because they gave him kind of the Kenta moveset. So it's kind of like his old school ROH moveset in New Japan. So it's good. I like I like that Hideo Itami character. It's been working. So, mm. so uh, so we talked about the gameplay, the graphics. Is there anything else that you notice in the game? Because as 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 of the moment, Ray is the only person that has a copy of the game. Mm-hmm. So anything else that you'd like to bring up? Because also, because uh, because when you mentioned characters not looking like the real people. If you remember how Dana Brooke looked in the last game. No, that's was- the thing. That's the thing. Like, with that, that's just something I wanted to clarify. That's not that bad to that extent. But it's just, like, there's minor details that's, like, it looks too real to the point that it looks fake. 
but isn't, so, but, isn't yeah. but isn't but isn't that the game developers like goal to make it look as realistic as it can be? Yeah, but that's the thing. It kind of looks too real to the point that's like, uh, it's oh, it looks okay, but just those are my pity, I guess, uh, tweaks out of it. And then how speaking of the game and how we're gonna be doing something for our channel, uh, the universe mode is flowing well. I made just a random show just to test it out, and they've made the promos better. Match setup is great. You can create your own kind of match title. To me, it's a definitely a game everyone has to pick up if you're a wrestling fan. And like me and Mike said, stay tuned for the YouTube channel. We'll be doing Gopiverse, Gop Universe. So. Don't combine, don't, don't combine the two words. Just say Gop Universe. I was lazy. I just want to say Gopiverse. Fucking so, late. So, you almost got us killed. Shit. So, anything else <laughs> from you guys about the uh, the new WWE 2K video game? Uh, Ray, was there any complaints with you about ratings of the wrestlers? Uh, to me, it was just a little weird to see so many guys, like, in the 60s. Because I'm like, wait, they're really that low? But, hey, it's whatever WWE feels. But Again, who's, uh, in also... the, who's in the 60s? Like, Ascension, Sawyer Fulton, uh, those guys? Yeah, those guys. So I'm like, it's kind of weird. Like, Sawyer, I think, was, like, a 66. So I'm like, ugh. But what's... Well, the accelerator, you can't fix it to whatever you feel is right. So I know later on, if we ever want to fix anything, we'll go from there. Because mm. sadly, it's not like NBA 2K that the updates come and those right. numbers go up. With WB, it's just either you fix it or you leave it as, as is. So. Yes. And, I believe, and I believe the Hardy DLC is out now. Uh, no, not yet. I believe they were uh, teasing that would be released yesterday, but sadly... No word on yet if the pack's coming out soon. I believe, if anything, it'll be out early November. So we'll have to wait and see. So with you playing the game, going through all the modes, what would you rate the game? And would you say it's better than 2K17? Uh, Definitely better than 2K17. I guess every year that's what their goal is, to make sure that the game is not only better, but just something for the fans to say, hey, I have control and this is how I could book it. Uh, Rating-wise, out of 10, I'd give it 8.5. It's not a 10 because I still feel those certain characters that are not in it that didn't make the cut. It kind of kills it for me. And certain certain just logistics of it kind of twerked me a little bit. But 8.5 out of 10, it's still a good grade. Hey, like I said, if you're a wrestling fan, go out and buy the game. Don't get the $176 one because, God, you don't need to spend that much money. But just get it, get the regular version, get the deluxe edition if you want. Or if you want to do like I did and get the Xena edition, there's still a few out there, so it's a great game. Fantastic. That's my well, review on we'll 2K18. We'll definitely check out yep. definitely check out 2K18. Now let's get into some let's get into some wrestling news. Um so for those who don't know, earlier this week in the world of WWE, um it's been pretty much debated whether or not Neville is done with the company. And it kind of see it was rumored this week that maybe Nia Jax would be doing the same since she was not at Raw. This is not the case, however. This is not the case. Mike, would you explain? Well, the only thing I know is that what I've read is that she's not happy with her current position. She's, she feels she's not used properly. And I believe I, now there's multiple stories. Now, it's either she asked to, for time off or that they gave her time off. 
it's really weird at this point because now everyone is starting to speculate maybe she's leaving too, just like what happened with Jimmy Jacobs and Neville. Everyone's like, is everyone just going to be out the door soon? And my thought well, process well, is... Well, Jimmy Jacobs is an idiot, so... <laughs> hey, how is he an idiot for taking a picture with his friend? It's not... It's not yeah. that. That's, that, I know, that, I know. That, I know, I know the, the just... I know the reason of it that it does sound weird, but I guess, yeah. Uh, the only thing I do have to say that this question really started to boggle up with other fans as well. Do you think people are starting to get the Cody Rhodes like treatment now? Cody They're starting Ro- to think I've wanted that to mentality say this. is starting to like amp up. Like I've you know wanted what? to put I don't my need two, this. I wanted to put my two cents in on this for a while. So hear me this: Daniel Bryan started the revolution, and Zack Ryder, to a lesser extent, started the revolution within WWE. That you could, if you tried hard enough and built strong enough of a following, you didn't need the machine to get behind you. You just needed enough fan support. Cody Rhodes started the revolution of, I don't need this job. This is not the end-all, be-all of wrestling. If you're not going to use me, to, I know I'm good enough to be used. I am going to go somewhere else and make them a shitload of money. Cody Rhodes is the first time somebody said, I do not need this fucking job. And he was right. He didn't need this job. And if Neville does the same, Neville will be making so much money on the indies, it's criminal. Because he probably, Hey, Sammy was the first person to do it, really, but Sammy, Sammy, no one gives him the credit. Sammy Callahan, so. but like you gotta understand, like Solomon Crow was like a blip on the radar. Like he was only in WWE for like six months or so. People people really don't remember Solomon Crow. Unfortunately. As good as Sammy Callahan is, he Solomon Crow was just god awful. Yeah, <laughs> no one he, no one remembers Solomon Crow that much, sadly. Sadly. Like they know Sammy was there, but it's like yeah, I don't remember anything else, though. <laughs> God. Yeah. So as far as Nia Jax, are we a fan? Are you guys fans of her? Do you think she's... I still feel her? like she still belongs yeah. down in NXT. She's still green as hell. But I want to got- say that she's, she's getting better. Like, at first, there was a point that she was a little, like, starting to mess up a lot of basic stuff. But she's starting to get better, and I felt they had something with her. The character was getting developed... But, hey, if you don't feel right, if you don't feel they're getting you to your full potential, then, like we said, Cody started it, Sammy started it. If you feel you can do better outside, and, hey, I know another thing they were saying was that she's starting to get that treatment of you're only getting stuff because your cousin's with the Samoan family or Roth, per se. I know it's going to get to a point like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'll prove that I don't need my family to push me over and I can do it in the Indies. So let's see what happens. Also, the fact that the booking of her since she's been on the main roster has been utter garbage. Oh, complete garbage. It's like one week she turns babyface in, in, in our eyes where she attacks Alexa then two weeks later then she's not on TV for two weeks then she comes back and she's all of a sudden Alexa Bliss's best friend. And you gotta know that pisses her off because it's like like, what do you want me to be? Like, you want me to be the monster, like, Awesome Kong? Or do you want me to be the kind of, un, like, the baby face that everybody can look up to and be like be a role model? Like, the direction for her wasn't clear enough. It and still I feel isn't. like there's, a, there's another problem. Like, I would, say, I would even say Dana Brooke as well. She's somebody that 
Vince loves, obviously, but there's the direction that they go with these women is kind of like we know Becky, Sasha, Bailey, and Charlotte are on a pedestal. Everybody else is like, like, like underneath them, and it's bad. Really bad. It's like it's really it's bad. starting to get like Alicia Fox. I'm amazed has a spot on the pay per view this weekend. She that's Alexa, how bad it is. it's like Alicia Fox has a and a Mickey James both have significant spots and matches on this pay per view. The card for TLC we're doing predictions later. TLC looks like garbage. Oh my god, this card okay, is pathetic. I wouldn't say that, but still, the difference between Mickey and Alicia is that Mickey she still has senior seniority in the company, being that she is like she said she's been around. Sister Trish Days, the leader, and she's she's a six-time women's champion. So that, to me, doesn't bother me as much. Well, the thing with Alicia is that it's like she's done nothing and she doesn't have that potential anymore. The gimmicks just flow and flow, and it's like, okay, now she's crazy. And it's like it doesn't get over, but there's so many other younger talent, like Dana Brooke, like Nia Jax, that you could do so much with. And it's like, yeah, we'll just throw them to the curb and just add this one in. It's like, no. They could have done so much by doing even Dana Brooke versus Asuka. Nia Jax versus Asuka. No. We get Alicia Fox. I'm like, God, we could have used Emma, if anything. It's well, just they, weird. Well they, are, well, they are using Emma, but she's going to be the victim. Yeah. She, she is so clearly... They said in interviews, we don't want to feed Bailey or Sasha to her yet, so we're using Emma because she's expendable. God damn it. That one doesn't bother me as much, though. That one, at least, Emma's trying to get that character over of give me a right. chance, give me a chance, but to kind of fail and no matter what. So it's it works. That character's developed, and we're getting it. It's an easy loss, and that's it. But with also, having Alicia Fox in that spot, it's just weird to me. I don't know. It's a also, weird Alicia situation. Fox has been in this company for about 10 years now, and she just recently got her first T-shirt. What? Yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. That's really bad. If, if any of you are interested, it's just a fox. That's all it is. God damn. Anyone remember that she literally starred in the WWE? Her first gimmick was a wedding planner. She was a Vicky yep. Guerrero and Edge's wedding planner, and then Edge cheated on Vicky with her. Yeah. And. And I always remember at, at Edge and Vicky Guerrero's wedding, which is still one of my favorite. That is an underrated episode of SmackDown because that episode is peppered with so many good fucking moments. They have the Hardy Boys fight each other and they show up and they throw the cake at Chavo and Kurt Hawkins and all of them. And then later on, when they were the Edgeheads, and then later on the episode, Triple H comes out and brings a bunch of fucking wedding gifts. It's the pe- It's a great fucking scene, man. It's awesome. That wedding episode's hilarious. Dad. I love that episode. That's probably man. on the network, so search it up, people. Search that wedding remember. episode up, man. That is underrated yeah. as hell. Do you guys remember Alicia Fox's forgetting, forgotten gimmick when she was in ECW? I remember it was a well, dance. Not- she, was, she was a dancing gimmick, and that was with who was that with? DJ Gabriel. DJ, Remember that fucker? Oh my god, DJ Gabe. I had forgotten about that guy. DJ Gabriel. Wasn't that Savon Garnier? Or no. I, oh. No, somebody different. Okay. He, he I just wanted like the same guy. He was a jacked up outright. Jesus. Oh, okay, I remember that dude. God damn. God. Ah, uh, wrestling. wrestling. But yeah, so... it's just weird. It's just 
Hopefully, like I said, Nia Jax does something. If maybe she just needs a little bit of a break, you never know. Maybe she business, does. You kind of need that, just that moment of peace and then come back for a start. Look at Charlotte now. Charlotte got the same. She got that minute of break, and now she's back in the women's division. Everybody so needs, let's see a, what everybody needs <clears throat> a break. Like, wrestling's fucking weird this month. Like, fucking people are walking out of the company. People are whipping their dicks out on stage. Oh, you want to mention that now? Because uh, uh, I think we can move on. I don't think we're going to get another opportunity to talk about this. I don't even know why. This is a weird, this is a weird news story. Apparently at Bruce Pritchard's... By the way, if you never listened to something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard, listen to it because it's amazing. He did a live show and Jim Cornette was a guest. And apparently Jim Cornette was apparently so drunk, apparently, he whipped his dick out on stage. Yeah. Jim Cornette just... He loves to be in the media, doesn't he? He just wants to stay relevant. Really? Didn't Chip Cornette do that by accident, though? Because I think he had, like, a piece of paper, and it was, like, the restraining order, and he was going to, like, fit, like he, he teased that he was going to pee on it or some shit like that. And, like, I don't and, know. I think he was trying and, like, to... Like, he was trying to do something. Yeah, he was trying to do something. That didn't... It, was, it wasn't him intentionally trying to show his dick. Sadly... Also, he, also, he wasn't even drunk. This was Jim Cornette sober. Uh, Mike, let's just say he was drunk. Save the man. <laughs> no, because no, God. I'm, no, I'm saying he, he, he's sober because he's, dude, he's fucking crazy. I know and he, he is. And he doesn't care what he does anymore. He threatens God. people. Then following that, airports. following that, good segue, Mike. The Santino incident. Want to explain what happened there? Ray, you can take this one. God, I don't even know where to start. So Jim is already in the media. Do, do, do you want to do you want to explain the backstory first of what happened in OVW? Uh, I can't recall what happened in OVW. That I'm okay. lost. Well, I, I'll tell explain you. Explain that one. So Jim Cornette was in charge of OVW around 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. and around that and during that time he was absolutely miserable because he was like, "I'm sick of this shit." I, like he wasn't like it's Jim Cornette. He wasn't happy. So one week, like, he wrote television, and they said, we need you to put this guy on the TV, like, on your show. He's like, okay, the show's already fucking booked. Who do you want to send down? And, like, we have a new character called the Boogeyman that we want you to use on the show. And Jim Cornette's like, fine, fuck it. So they did something where, like, he came out under the ring during a match and, like, he did the Boogeyman thing. And, the, and they had all the students in the crowd as plants like, run away scared. I remember this. So the boogeyman does his shit. He cuts a promo, and then, like, he, he's about to go near the wrestlers. But there's one wrestler that just flat out did not get up, did not take this seriously, and started laughing. That little boy that nobody liked was named Santino Morella. Oh. So after the fact, so after the fact, Jim Cornette is with the boogeyman and Santino, and he's screaming at him. Santino, he's screaming at He's saying, you stupid motherfucker. If a guy like him is running at you, you're just going to sit there and laugh. You stupid motherfucker. And then, like, he started, and then he repeatedly smacked the living shit out of him. Oh, shit. So and that's one way to get fired. fired. And he was. So and Then he got to TNA right after that. I was his first incident in TNA. I was right after this. I believe so, but so so fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, and they were in Detroit for a convention, I believe, and I believe Jim Cornette was the last minute replacement, so he 
was filling in for the promoter. And Santino was advertised. So they ran into each other, I believe, because at the airport. And all, and Jim Cornette claims he just wanted to go to the food court and get something to eat. But he says Santino walked up to him and said, listen, hey, listen, man, can we talk? Like, like I don't get it. Like, what's with all the hostility? And Jim Cornette is Jim Cornette. So he's like, I have nothing to fucking say to you. Get the fuck out of my face, you stupid idiot. Yeah, they, Jim Cornette loves to take it out of proportion. And again, like I said, he wants to stay relevant and in the media. So not only pull the dick out, now he fights with Santino. God. Jim Cornette. Uh, just fade into the darkness and... Just try. drink your Sprite and leave us alone. Drink your Sprite, eat your cheeseburgers, and just leave us alone. He doesn't drink Sprite anymore. He, he, knew, he knows how dangerous it is. Mm. Oh, he doesn't drink Sprite? Nope. He says, thank you, fuck you, baddest right now. Thank you, fuck you, bae. Give me a burger, okay. motherfucker. Double <laughs> so, Double me. So, double So, so what's next? Do you want to talk about the Shield? Let's talk about um, it. Yeah, let's go, let's go to something nice. Let's talk about... The Shield are back. Yay. How Raw opened up with the nostalgia. Okay, Ben, this is where you edit in the Shield, see? <laughs> this is... Dun, 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 and Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins was in their old gear, which was a very nice surprise. Mike, and do you want to mention what happened the minute they came out when you're and me on a phone call? Oh, so I, <laughs> I so I, I think my TV was a few seconds ahead, and I saw all of them wear what they were wearing. They were wearing the old shield get up. So, like, right here's the intro. It's like, oh, and then when he sees him, he's like, oh, my fucking God! Yes, I proceeded to mark out for the fucking shield. God damn it. (laughs) And Mike is just laughing because he's like, you're marking out for the shield. I'm like, I have never heard you you mark out before. (laughs) It's only at certain points that they don't let the fucking mark out for wrestling. But yep, the shield comes out. I'm like, holy shit. Because not only do they use the original intro... The Shield intro plays, then they're coming down through the crowd, wearing the old Shield getup, so it's like, okay, this is fucking cool. But then me and Mike start to critique, uh, Roman didn't change much. (laughs) We start to critique, yeah, Roman not changing that much. Yeah, Roman never changed. Roman has been wearing the same gear for, like, what, three years? Even long, if you you count 2012. Yeah. He's been wearing the same gear for five years straight. Yep. Yep. Hasn't changed once. So the whole story of the whole night was they were building up to the steel cage match. Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. The feud that will never goddamn end, but it's it's probably the best feud on Monday Night Raw at the moment. Right now, so, anyway. And now, now it's getting played of The Miz says, hey, you want to take on five guys? Okay. And introducing our fifth partner. Kane. No, not yet, <laughs> we, we skipped ahead. So, that was announced. They stopped. They go on to the steel cage. If Roman wins, they're going to have no new partner and no Braun so, Strowman. Yeah, Braun was going to be taken out of the main event, but as Ben just spoke, Kane! <laughs> that's got to be, that's got to be Kane! That's gotta Kane. be Kane. Kane, 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 Kane. I thought he was running for mayor. What, what happened? happened? 
What happened to Glenn Jacobs? Did he did he say, you know what? I need to get some views on my product. I need to get people to want to vote for me. So I'm gonna go beat up Roman Reigns. I hope. And they proceed to kill Roman Reigns. That'll so get I, you some votes. Yeah. That'll get you some votes. Vote for me. Way, I kicked the shit out of Roman. By the way, youth movement. Youth movement, right? Yeah, man. Youth movement. Hey, got Braun Strowman over because three choke slams, a tombstone pile driver, two powers, running power slams. One, two, three. Braun Strowman pinned Roman, and now it's five it doesn't on help. three. Handicap TLC match. Hey, you just contradicted yourself. I know, I know. It was supposed to be sarcastic. Two choke slams, a tombstone, and two of his finishers to beat Roman. How many times has Braun, Braun? I mean Ben. How many times has Braun been Roman this year? Clean. Clean. Uh, let's see. Counting the ambulance match. Counting the payback. No, that doesn't count. Not Roman count. Yes, it does. It, it was clean. It was clean. Roman threw himself in. That wouldn't even count. Okay, not counting the uh, well, not counting the ambulance match once. Come on! There's been countless times where Braun has definitively beat Roman. Now I'm supposed to believe in a fucking cage. By the way, they did this three weeks ago—a cage gimmick. So the cage gimmick is dead. It was supposed to get another one in November. Yay! So that's with all the cages. It's like usually the cage is supposed to end the storyline. Nope, Braun gets one every fucking week. Yep. So now I I hope. Uh, this is what I hope. I hope the reason Kane is back is because Roman beat his brother at Mania and retired him. That's what I'm hoping. If they don't, and this is just for Kane to come back, and this is just because to celebrate his 20 years in the company, fuck you. Big time. You always. What if Kane turns on them? If Kane turns on his doesn't make on sense. Sunday? There's just another Kane heel turn that doesn't matter. Or face turn, it doesn't matter. Uh, Kane being in this match doesn't make sense unless that's the storyline they're playing. It's five on three. God. The Shield is not supposed to win on Sunday. Oh, they're winning. I know they are, but it's like, fuck, the odds are so... They're making it too goddamn obvious. They're making the Shields like they're the most unstoppable thing, and they've only returned for two goddamn weeks. They gotta understand, like, the Shield are being pimped up as, like, this big, unstoppable, destroying force. People forget, like, near the end of their run, they were, like, they were made vulnerable. They got their shit kicked out of them, like, quite a bit. Did you guys notice something, Mm. though? They kind of spoiled that this isn't the last time we're seeing the Shield. Yeah. They announced during Raw, and now, coming to the United Kingdom tour, the Shield. You know what's funny? When I started to think and hoping, British Strong Style is going to be on the same It's not tour. happening. It's not happening. Um, let me say it for once, Mike. No. Imagine British Strong Style versus the Shield. It'd be awesome. I know who's winning. Oh, I hope, I hope it's not, oh God. If it happens and the Shield go over, no. So this match is not, so this match is not shaping up to be particularly interesting. Speaking of matches that are not shaping up to be particularly Oh my God, Ben, take this all. I, 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 have, I have no words for this. So, the rumor go. broke 
the rumor broke, if we heard it through the grapevine, that Jinder Mahal had a very special challenge for oh, Survivor no, 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 no. Series. Don't, don't jump to that. Bauer. Oh my. Talk oh dear. Pumpkin face over there. So, Fergal Devitt, the man who tore up New Japan Pro Wrestling with his dynamic face paint and Correct. interesting in-ring charisma. Bray Wyatt, the man who once had a promising career in WWE. Fergal Devitt, Prince Devitt, Finn Balor, is now being dressed up like a pumpkin spiced latte. And Bray Wyatt is dressing up in drag and as a, as, as a video synth voice. And they are building this match as the demon versus Sister Abigail. What the fuck am I watching? This this is garbage. I I am a horror fan. All right, I have been a horror fan for years. Is this supposed to be scary? Cause it's not scary. Dressing Finn Balor up. Shush. Dressing Finn Balor up. This is the man who held the NXT Championship for months. For months. His face paint. A year. Is a, year, a year, almost a year. His face paint is special. It's his look is amazing. It cannot be matched. You're taking this man who can make you so much money, and you're dressing him up like a pumpkin spice latte because it's goddamn Halloween. You're taking Bray Wyatt, a character with so much promise, and you're dressing him up in drag and fucking ghoul and Uncle Fester makeup under a shawl. This. They're creepy and they're kooky. They're all together. Fuck, suck my, suck my dick. What is this shit? What am I watching? Oh my god, this has turned the TV off garbage. I try to be nice, man. I try to be nice to these writers because God knows, writing a wrestling show is fucking difficult. And what's written down on paper is not always what goes to the screen. As a person who's helped out on movies, that shit happens all the time. But good god. There, who I cannot believe that nobody in the back, nobody took a second look at this bullshit and said, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't. Rant over. Jesus. I have an idea. I have. I have an idea on who that. Who? Do you, so Jimmy Jacobs has recently got fired. Guess who they brought over from SmackDown to help with Raw? Road Dog. Yep. Whip. Can we not oh. blame the poor road dog? Oh, oh, you didn't know? Oh, God. Mike, you I didn't... Can't, I Mike. can't write a fucking show to save my life. Mike, you didn't know? I'm going to call somebody. I'm going to call the public relations team. God. And as if this week couldn't get any dumber in terms of matches, over on SmackDown... This little, this little, even this little nugget dun, got dropped. Dun, 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 oh boy! Dun, 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 so old Jinder my balls decided to throw down the gauntlet for Survivor Series, saying that there's. Sorry about that. My phone was going off. I have to switch rooms because my roommate wants to go to sleep, and I apologize. Because Jinder Mahal wants to prove that he is a 
legitimate WWE champion, he decides, I'm going to go and fight Brock Lesnar. This yeah, that's going to prove it. This raises several questions. Number one, why? Number two, why? Number three, why? Why? First of all, Jinder has been a garbage WWE champion. Number two, Brock has been a garbage Universal champion. Who comes out of this feud looking good? This is Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we fucking lose. Well, we'll get to see Jinder get suplexed about 20 times. Jesus Christ. The only thing I see, the only thing I don't get from this is they're going to allow Brock to not defend about 60, 70 days now? What happens if you don't defend in 30 days, you get stripped? It, you when, forget you, about when, that? when your name is Brock Lesnar, you do. You can do whatever the fuck you want. So this oh, match sounds like a complete load of shit. We'll give more details as it goes, but as it is right now, it's a good idea on paper for Survivor Series to have the WWE Champion to fight the Universal Champion. That's a cool idea. Yes. That's a very cool idea. And God knows, two people. And I have, and I have the deepest sympathy for Jinder. He's put in this role. He's trying his hardest, but it's just not working. It's not. When he nope. cuts a promo, when he, when he cuts a promo, he's losing his voice. He is. He really is. The one good thing about that segment was that they're teasing that AJ is going for the belt. Thank fucking Jesus that he's finally, finally getting a chance with this title. Well, he's getting he's gonna get a, a shot. Now I don't know what the next SmackDown pay per view is, but I swear to God, if it's not AJ and Jinder, I am not watching SmackDown anymore. If, if Jinder Mahal beats, Stop watching it. If Jinder Mahal beats AJ Clean, we're all done. That's it. Is that the only finisher that actually ends a match now? The Colossus. When Jinder has his his Cobra Clutch Cobra slam. Clutch. That's the only thing that's like one, two. You're gonna kick out, right? Nope. All right. Wrestling. Okay. Wrestling. Speaking of wrestling. What's next on our agenda? Also, Shane McMahon is coming back next week. He's probably going to no-sell the the jump. Probably. Yeah, he's not going to come out tape, nothing. He's just going to be like, I'm going to dance around again. Time to start bringing it down for the night. Should we do our predictions? Let's do our predictions for TLC. And, of course, as always, we're doing a predictions match this Sunday. It's going to be the Law Ray Raimundo putting up his hardcore title. And it's going to be Matt putting up his GAWP title and a champions versus champions match. So here we go. We'll get Matt. I'm the, walking out to old champion, baby. Let's we'll get Matt the Daddy's predictions at a later time. But for now, let's go from top to bottom ben, here. Ben, do you, ben, do you mind if I do it? Sure. Let's go right ahead. You want to take it from the back, Mike? You want to take it from the back? Hey, that's my line. No. <laughs> I am not going to take it from the back. Let's start from. Let's start on the kickoff. Uh, rematch from Monday Night Raw: Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks. Sasha. Uh, right. Okay, let me say. Oh, you! I knew I picked this. Ah, uh, Sasha. Oh, uh, I will say. I. I think it's going to be Sasha. With WWE, I don't know anymore. 
we have a cruiserweight tag team match. Jack Gallagher. I'll, I'll get to him uh, in a little bit. Him and Gallagher and Kendrick versus Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Jack Gallagher as a heel sucks. It doesn't work. It really doesn't work. I forgot he was a heel, but then they keep showing it's like, oh, okay. He is too likable to be a heel. He is way too really likable. Is. That's the problem. So, I'm going to go with the baby faces on this one. Cedric and Rich. What do you guys got? Same. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Rich and Cedric. Goddamn, I, I so don't, I so don't give a shit. Uh, Oscar versus. Oh, Oscar's gonna kill Emma. Yeah. Match. Oscar is gonna kill Emma. If you so we're all going on Oscar on this one. Duh. One, two, three. Oscar. 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 Done. Next match. Uh, do you, would would you call this an intergender match? The Demon versus Sister Abigail. It's actually... This is the most unpredictable match, though. It's the one that's weird. I predict predict a fucking meteor should come down, destroy the arena, (laughs) and spare us having to see this. But if I had to choose... This is where we needed Kane. This is where Kane could have come out, and it would have been okay. Even Kane would have came and said, what the fuck is this shit? I'm going to (laughs) choose... If I got to choose between the pumpkin spice latte or the drag queen... Fuck it, I'm going with the pumpkin spice latte. Same. Okay, with this one, it's it's weird because on one hand, the rumor is Bauer is gonna challenge Brock, but also it Bray needs to win this to save his fucking career. So and I don't want to see this go for another month. <laughs> Now, I'm, I'm hoping this isn't a match. This is more of them just doing a face-off and just brawling. But if it's, a, but if it's an official match, I'm going to say the demon. Because that's why the villain is. It's not Finn Balor. It's not Bray Wyatt. It's the demon. And it's Sister Abigail. Hopefully there's a, a woman that's come, that comes out as Abigail and it's not Bray Drag. Hopefully... <laughs> Uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Mickey James challenges Alexa Bliss. Uh, I'm gonna go with Alexa. Um, right. I want I want to say Mickey, but I don't think they're gonna give it to her. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with my pick, Alexa. Now, have you guys liked the angle for the past couple of weeks of Alexa making fun of her for being the oldest woman on the roster? It's, it's like it gives into the trend of these weird-ass storylines where they insult Mickey James for a bunch of weeks. Actually, no, it's true. I'm going to change my prediction. I'm going to go with Mickey James. I'll explain why. Since this is such a retread of that storyline where fucking Lay Cool was making fun of Mickey James for being fat, and then Mickey James thoroughly whipped them in like two minutes, they're going to do the exact same thing, and I'm going to go with Mickey James. But wasn't that like... That was them reprimanding Lay Cool. That's why Mickey just beat them into. I don't think they're gonna just bury Alexa like that. They're putting a lot of like they're investing in Alexa, and I think she's gonna be the one that Oscar's gonna dethrone later on. I'm still going with Alexa. How about you, Mike? What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go on Alexa, and I'll say this about the Bills. I don't know if the, if 
they were doing this on purpose, but when Alexa was saying like, "Oh, like you're old, like you don't look, you don't look like you used to," Mickey James has looked unbelievably hot and beautiful the last few weeks. I don't know if that, I don't know if they're doing that on purpose just to make Alexa look like look like stupid, but it's worked. Uh, and if they do give it to Mickey, she's probably gonna lose it the next night. So, mm. uh, oh Jesus. Oh, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. Kalisto Lucha. versus Enzo Amore. Enzo. Enzo, okay. needs, Enzo needs to hold this title. He's 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 been creating a buzz with the cruiserweight division. Why? I don't get why they took it off him. Okay, this is. I originally I typed up my predictions, and Mike saw my original pick. I said Enzo. Now, after seeing what happened on Monday. I have this weird, weird suspicion this is going to happen on Sunday. I feel Rey Mysterio shows up for one night. Oh, get the fuck out Call me crazy. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Look at this. After having, I think, I don't know what they're calling Enzo's new faction, of just heel cruiserweights, and it's only being Kalisto and Mustafa, they need an equalizer, and I feel that's going to help Kalisto win. I feel Mysterio is going to so Kalisto's my pick. First off, I, I posted this on the DAWP Twitter when this happened. Stop giving Kalisto a fucking microphone. I'm going to walk he out of TLC, talk. the new Cruiserweight champion. Uh, Kalisto, honey, look down. What do you see? Your big Laffy Taffy belt, dumbass. He couldn't speak English on Monday. What happened to Kalisto? He was the guy that forgot he could speak Spanish, and now he only spoke Spanish. Now, as much as I hate Enzo, he he does bring something to this division. Just give it to Enzo. Enough with Kalisto. He's he's a guy that should get fired. I'm sorry. Hey, why do we have to why do we have to bury Kalisto? Yeah, he does a good lucha. He's gonna do a lucha thing. That's all he's gonna do. He's gonna do a good lucha. He has been. Kalisto has been. Horrible. Ever since that ladder spot with uh, Jimmy Uso from TLC last year, well, no, two years ago. Ever since that, it's all been downhill. Uh, His promos suck. His promos suck. He he botches so much. No, he's not. His his botches aren't that bad compared to Sincara, how he worked. Kalisto now being in the cruiserweight division, it's helping. I would take if Sin Cara was in this position, I would be fine with it. But you know what? Hudico has been doing a really good jo- fucking job portraying Sin Cara. But whatever, Kalisto, he sucks. He, he's losing. Hopefully, uh, oh, main event: The Shield versus The Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Kane in a tables, ladders, and chairs. Five on three handicap match. Shield. 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 You know how we all just seemed so collectively depressed saying that? They've taken, like, you know what's funny? By stacking the odds so much against them, they've made it so obvious they're going to win. Yep. Because it's like they kind of did. Remember the old saying, if they get beaten up on the go-home show, nine times out of ten, they're walking out of the door. 
They right. made the shield so like crumbled on Monday. It's like when they're united, they're gonna be unstoppable. And putting the odds against them is like, okay, now you're showing how weak these guys are, and the shield is gonna just. It makes no sense. Adding more people just proved the shield's winning. It's like couldn't have put, put it better myself, Mike. You got anything else? My only question is, who eats the pen? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Probably Kane. Kane. Kane's gonna eat the pen. I have a feeling like maybe Cesaro's gonna eat the pen. Oh God! You know why I say Kane? I feel that's why they brought him back. Just like, hey, can you do us a favor and just job out? We'll pay you for the job. It's a waste of Kane. It is a waste of Kane. Complaining of having Kane? Also, just leave it. Hold on, he's a SmackDown guy. Last time I checked. I guess somebody was bringing up to you. A lot of people were bringing that up on Twitter. You know Twitter. what? I'm more than Who did Daniel Bryan trade? I more than guarantee you. Kane loses, and then he shows up on SmackDown the next night. Gear, and then the next Tuesday. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. This mojo. Where is he? He's injured, isn't he? He's supposed to be back. Uh, just watch Mike he's gonna come back and he's I gonna have forgot Samoa do you remember what happened the last time Mike you remember what happened the last time Samoa Joe got injured and came back he came back with a dick tattoo don't give him ideas <laughs> WWE call me but yes that pretty much does it for our TLC predictions will it be good will it be bad how far away are you from your mic how far away am I yeah there's like an echo uh, cause I'm in actually in my bathroom right now Oh. It's the only space in the dorm I can record. You're, you're in the shitter, like this pay-per-view is going to be. I am in the shitter. In fact, currently, in okay. fact, actually, hold on. This, well, is what we th- this is what I think of most of the wrestling news this week. Damn. Down the toilet to go. You know what isn't, you know what isn't shit? Indies. Wrestling nope. news. In fact, I should honestly get out of this room because, like, this is probably weird. Let me go into my living room and let's finish this episode proper. Mike, as you were saying, indie update. Yes, so there are two indie shows that people should check out. Mm-hmm. Which is the first one? Pro Wrestling Magic. I think it's right. Ray. <laughs> I guess you're right now. Sorry, Ray, take it away on Pro Wrestling Magic. Uh, well, Ben already mentioned Pro Wrestling Magic, so I'll, I'll just let him have that one, and I'll mention House of Glory's show that will be on that night. It's going to be a doubleheader, so you'll have either Pro Wrestling Magic if you're in the Jersey area, or like us, you'll be in Queens and be going to House of Glory. So let's give it's out the be- info for each one. Ray, I apologize for cutting you off. I didn't hear over the no sound problem. of leaving the room. You I apologize. Pro Wrestling Magic, Ben, just... Give us down there rundown. I'll give Hog. All right. For, pro, for those of you in the Jersey area who are near Ridgefield Park, Knights of Columbus, 106 Bergen Avenue, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, you can head on over there at 6 p.m. 6.30 p.m. doors open, 7 p.m. bell time. You can head over there. For Pro Wrestling Magic Presents Daybreak, it'll have Keith Lee on the show, Ace Romero, one of our, bu- our good buddies, Smiley, and his buddy, uh, Mike Grassa taking on the Amazing Graysons. You'll have Nikki Adams going off against Helen Vale. JT Dunn going one-on-one with Dan Mapp in a, in a Pro Wrestling Magic Championship match. And, of course, more from the Keys to the Kingdom tournament. It is going to be 
absolutely amazing. So guys, don't miss that. And Ray, what can they expect? Where and when can they see House of Glory, Glory of War this weekend? Okay, so that same night in the Queens area, the NYC Arena, a.k.a. Club Amazura. This is 91-12-144 plays to make it have. You're going to be seeing Glory of War. This will feature the amazing Red taking on Michael Elgin, defending the House of Glory World Championship. Leroy Green taking on Vander James, the debuting Flip Gordon versus the one of above, above all, sorry, Anthony Gangone. For a women's match, it'll be me again taking on Sonya Strong. For the first time ever, Jay White versus Ken Broadway. And more to be announced. Ooh, who else could be showing up? Well, it would also feature our former guest at NYWK. It will feature really big Brian Burgundy, Montekia, the private party, our guest for tonight, Smiley, and his trusty buddy, Juba. And so much I thought it was Trixie. <laughs> oh, Trixie may be around. We don't know. We don't know. But, she like we said, two more, so much to be announced. As always, we have to mention for both shows, card is subject to change because it's the indies. You never know what's going to happen. Tickets are available still for both shows at the door and online. Both are going to be great. I know me and Ben will be in Queens for that. Mike, are you going to be there, brother? Or do you Unfor- have sad news for us? Or unfortunately, no. I'll be looking. Uh, I gotta make that money. But Sunday we'll be doing something for Ben, so we'll be okay. We'll enjoy that. But absolutely. So, guys, and by the way, thank you guys so much for anyone who's listening who sent me a happy birthday message this past week. Thank you guys so much. Ray, you wanna sing for him? Okay, I'll I'll sing for Ben. I'll I'll be nice. Happy birthday. Hell no, I'm not singing. Oh, wait, Mike. I forgot. You wanted me to say this word earlier. I forgot the word. Uh, Dean Ambrose. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hey, Ben. Meet Psycho, Mike. What? <laughs> ben, get over here. I know where you are. Okay, and this is where we officially have to end the episode for the day. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for 50 goddamn episodes. It's been a pleasure. And guys, don't forget, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Podcastic, and TuneIn Radio. You can find all those old episodes. Don't forget that you can follow us on social media at our Facebook page, The General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and our Twitter page, at The GAWP Show. Don't forget to also go to tpublic.com slash GAWP Show to get all of our fine t-shirts. We don't see a dime of it, but we're happy that people are buying them anyway. And don't forget, follow... Hey, thank you. We have to say thank you also, Ben. Don't forget to key for buying the King of Whole Milk style Cody. He's looking I great in it. Indeed you do. Okay, and once Mike, again, big thanks. Too. And once again, big <laughs> thanks to our very special guest tonight, uh, Smiley the Psycho Luchador. Thank you very much, sir. We are huge fans of yours. Hey, Psycho. And Trixie. She was a lovely... And big thanks to Smiley help. and Trixie for popping by. And, well, we popped over to their place, so thank you for being such warm and friendly hosts. You can follow Smiley on... Tw- you thanks can follow. Actually translating, so you can follow good. Smiley on Twitter at Smiley underscore Lucha on the Twitter, and you can follow him on Facebook at Smiley the Psycho Luchador, Smiley the Psycho Lucha on Facebook. You can find him there, and you can also find all sorts of good stuff on his page. Find out when he's getting booked. So, guys, 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Smiley, for joining us. Thank you for all the happy birthday love. And I think... Oh, gosh. When did I awaken, Ben? I think I messed up. We have awakened well, something. Oh, last thing I'm going to say, last thing I'm going to say before we shut off is, Matt, I'll see you Sunday, brother. And like I said, for both of you, because I don't trust you either, Ben, someone's coming with me on Sunday. <laughs> oh, he can eat a Follow dick or she can eat a dick. Whoever it is. And guys, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for 50 episodes. It's been a wild ride. Can't wait for 50 more. Hopefully, I am avenging Ben. I'm the law, Ray Ramundo. Follow the law. Join the madness. Smiley, I'm coming for you, you son of a bitch. And good night. Everybody, move around. Make a giant wrecking mound.